Hi everyone, good morning. This is uh, June 3rd, 2020, and we are um, starting our Parenting Through Quarantine show. This is a Zoom series that Dr. Jane Wine and I started. So I'm Mary Elizabeth Jackson. I am a wife. I'm a mom of three kids. I am an author of children's books. I am also an advocate for special needs and disabilities. I have a lot of passions in life, and um, we decided to start this series because, uh, well, all of us parents are struggling one way or another, and um, there's not a ton of stuff, I think, online being talked about, like what our kids are going through. I mean, I've seen a lot of funny videos of parents in the closet and they're, you know, threatening to be drunks at the bar when the bar is open and things like that, you know, but um, we thought that doing this series would allow parents to be able to talk about what they're going through, the wins they've had, the unwins and some advice so we can learn from each other because uh, Dr. Jane and I picked up some really great tips along uh, the road here from parents and things they've done. And so today uh, we have uh, the awesome, uh, we have a dad today, we're so excited. Mr. Darshan McAway, who, is, yeah, like, I don't know, he's got some groove going. Um, he, is, he is a full-time passionate dad. He is an entrepreneur. He is uh, a children's author. And well, he, I'm gonna let him tell you his list because it's very long. But I love it because Darshan is not just a talker, he is a doer. And he walks with integrity. He's a really great guy. And then um, we have Miss Andrea Ball, who I just love so much and have so much love in my heart for her as well. She is the owner of Playball Therapy, where my son goes to speech and OT. So she sees and deals with a lot of parents and a lot of children. She is an OT therapist. She has a huge heart and love for children and helping them. So I'm going to let them finish talking about themselves, but um, I'm going to let Miss, Mrs. Mrs. Dr. Jane White introduce her. Can we add that title to your name? You did, Mrs. Doctor. Well, good morning, everyone. I am Mrs. Doctor, and I got a new title, author, on my list. Oh, I know. Yes, you did. We're so yes. excited. Mother of eight, oh. and uh, medical. Medical is my passion. Healthcare is my passion. I started a ministry with a medical ministry that I was trying to connect to the Bible, and I'm enjoying that. But I want to give you a recap of last time, the last Zoom meeting we had. We had two mothers, Tiffany and Jamie on it. <clears throat> Tiffany, um, she has a family of five. Well, she has three girls, all under 10. She was a gluten-free mom, certified gluten-free mom house is gluten-free she's an author of multiple books she's coaching in management which i really give a great review reviews on that because she's teaching six sigma that's a class i basically struggle with taking so i'm really impressed with that um she always had a nanny from my first child she had a nanny and so when Corona came around, she had to do away with her nanny. So she had to figure out, and her husband, how to do everything without the nanny. So she focused on inner growth. Uh, kids were all competitive, gymnasts, swimmer, swimmers. So she had to figure out, they're not going to their routines anymore. What, how does she keep them busy at home? You know, so she had to be very creative with, uh, with athletes, I would say. What was working for them? They had to throw time out of the window because time just created anxiety for them. What didn't work for them was trying to stick to a curriculum and um, 
also the time and trying to prepare meals daily. Uh, with her children, she grew up on a farm. So with her children, she started an indoor greenhouse and she was focusing on life skills. We talk a lot about life skills uh, prior sessions, prior Zoom meetings. So life skills is very important. We probably will focus more on that. My advice was to acknowledge the small things they do, the children, like making a bed, preparing their own meals, and then she incorporated again snail mail to send out cheers to the family and bring joy to others. So that was Tiffany. The other mom was Jamie. She also was a family of five, three girls. The oldest one is 11. They're also competitive dancers and gymnasts. She worked in retail fashion and plus she's a wellness, health and wellness coach. So, you know, they know all about eating healthy and that else. Uh, she didn't, um, she didn't stick to us. She tried to stick to a schedule that didn't work for her. Uh, she was trying to stick to a curriculum that didn't work for her. Uh, she was focusing on the good in her children and talk about gratitude. That was she's, and then social distance, distancing was hard for her family and her children because they couldn't see their grandparents and other family members. So that was hard for them. She, she focused, she was trying to keep them positive throughout this time, focusing on the good, the bad, and the ugly. Um, she, by her being a health coach, she talked more, more about health, how to feel your well, how to feel good about yourself, how to get in quality sleep, how to take care of your body, how to move your body. That was a thing that she did with the kids. Um, she talked about family contributions uh, when they do chores, you know, uh, thank them for it and teach them how to cook. Let, let them pretend that they're on YouTube making meals. Those kind of things keep them busy during that time. Um, her daughter, her 11-year-old daughter, started her own business and she has over 100 clients. That's a by a drive-by birthday, celebrating birthday. So she and her daughter talk, talk more about, she was talking more about bringing joy in people's lives. So that was it for our last meeting. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was really great. It was a lot of high energy. And um, I, it, was, it was wonderful to see her 11-year-old daughter be very, um, well, just so filled with ambition during a time like this, you know, bringing joy to others. It was so wonderful. So. Um, I'm going to go ahead and introduce Miss Andrea because I know she has to go um, before 11 because you have a meeting today. It's a state meeting, right? That's right. Okay. So, and that's very important because it has to do with children and that's your life, right? So, right. this is Miss, Mrs. Mommy Andrea Ball, business owner, entrepreneur, right? Mom right. of three boys. That's right. Yeah. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself and what you do and kind of your, well, I just told you that you have three boys, but they're all, they're all in elementary and preschool. Yeah. Yeah. Elementary, yeah. 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 So it's a very rowdy house. Yes, it is. Thank you, Mary. Um, and thank you, Dr. Jane White for having me on. And it's nice to meet Darshan too. And all of the viewers out there. Um, 
so um, my name is Andrea Ball. My youngest is five and he starts kindergarten this year, hopefully. Well, I mean, they will, but it's yeah. unknown, which we don't want to. And then my middle son, he turns eight in a month. And then my oldest just turns 10 over quarantine. So um, it is a lot of energy and we have a three bedroom, two bath house. So trying to find those times of peace and calm you know, has been, it's, it's, it's a practice for all of us. And I know that other viewers and parents understand that. So, um, thankfully our boys love being outside. And so it's been wonderful because the weather's just been beautiful during all of this quarantine time. As far as what I do, um, I worked in Metro schools for about eight years when I first started working in 2006 and um, then my husband and I opened Playball Children's Therapy out of the need to want to serve children in their natural environments which is the home setting and so we're now able to we are able to do that with the Tennessee Early Intervention System because they serve children in the educational model but in their natural setting so in the homes and daycares and yes, at 11, every Wednesday, they have an 11 o'clock call-in. And now with insurances um, stopping coverage uh, mid-June, we all have questions about what are we going to do at, you know, if there are families that still want to continue the teletherapy and aren't ready to come back to the clinic yet. So that's, you know, it's just kind of one of those pressing factors with all of our families. Um, it's that's just kind being of scary too, isn't it? Because you have kids who come into your therapy center who have medical issues. Right. And so I, I have a lot of passion. I understand those parents who don't want their children to come in. So I, I pray and that the insurance companies will be compassionate about that. Cause I know for myself, we've been doing teletherapy for OT and speech for Carson. And it's been very nice to do that, even though I like being at your center and I think it's better for the kids. Um, yeah. But yeah, the whole thing about concern with their health is important. Absolutely, especially as more and more we're feeling comfortable to see friends outside and do outdoor play dates, then you think about, well, in my, you know, is that okay to come back to work or to bring my child to the clinic? So there's just a lot of questions and unknown and, you know, we're just trying to follow the CDC and all that. Um, so it's been, it's a scary time. I would say that's the biggest challenge for me over quarantine has not been being a mom. It's to um, managing a crew of, like, of, I think we have 18 therapists or all our therapists are part-time basically. Um, but we've been um, on the edge of our seat waiting to find out is insurance going to cover? How long are they going to cover it for? Oh, you know, June seems so far away back in March, but now it's here and it's scary because we're in this phase of unknown again. And as we all parents know, we, we've been through lots of phases of like, surprise where we're heightened our anxiety and then we get to an, a baseline where we're, we're feeling good and we're feeling in a new normal and then all of a sudden numbers increase with COVID and you know it's like it's just been this up and down and trying to find that baseline of just feeling calm and centered has been very challenging and so um, I think that I would love to share what has worked for me and then um, kind of open the door out up to questions but um, uh, in 2000, let's see, 2016, when my youngest was, he was a year old, um, 
he's now five, but I, my, uh, I stumbled into meditation. I had noticed a change in a family member and I wanted to know the secret. And so, um, he's just meditation was what I had thought was something, but it's not. And it was actually all about noticing my breathing and just focusing on my breathing instead of trying to focus on stopping thoughts because that's not never going to happen. It's simply in a noticing and and then the letting go. Um, I had a teletherapy session just this morning and I taught, um, you know, a little girl about a worry she's been having. And so instead of pushing away a worry or shoving it away and, and, and judging herself for having it, I taught her the mindful way, which is noticing it, naming it, then welcoming it like you're greeting someone like a friend you're putting out the welcome mat and then the third thing is noticing it letting it go so you're you're not shoving it away you're not judging yourself for having that emotion or thought um so the program that i also use in 2016 so or it was 2017 a year later um this ot i think her program was developed in 2016 but for me i was a year into mindfulness at that point and i picked up her curriculum and read it and thought i can do this i'm going to start living the zones of regulation before and then it became easier to teach it because i now get it and so i've felt definitely a lot yellow zone that worry State. And so we teach children that all zones are okay. And what do we do when we feel blue zone sad? What do we do when we feel worried? And what, you know, and we we call them tools. Tools are anything coping skills to regulate. Regulation just means being okay with not being okay, which is very hard for everybody. No one wants to feel sad and cry. No one wants to feel angry. And as a parent, I was into my third child and it took took this to realize I'm okay to be angry, like, cause parenting brings out strong emotions in all of us. And so I don't know, I just, my personality type um, is one where I'm very introverted. I strive for perfection. I judge myself when I don't, when I fail. I, um, I don't take criticism well. So I have lots of traits that have, I've struggled. I was 36 at the time when I stumbled into this. I'm now 39, but I, I had lived 36 years always shaming myself for having emotions um, and just judging myself. And it wasn't until I started meditation, just a couple minutes. I am not a, ex, you know, it's a meditation mindfulness. It's a practice. It's not a destination. Run far away from someone who claims they're going to teach you that and make you a master because if we're all just practicing but anyways it took that long for me to kind of get that and so when I have moments where I just need a break I I take a break and I go in a room and I close the door and I take a break and my boys watched me and learn and they now do the same things because our children watch us all the time and they need us to be their anchors in the storms they're in but very hard to do you're never going to be perfect the best you can do is simply begin again and that's what mindfulness is for me and that's what sharon salzberg like an author meditation teacher she i love her phrase you can always begin again so um it's my favorite and mindfulness with john kabat zinn he teaches that our lives lives only unfold in moments and our moment is simply a breath in and a breath out and so um, 
when you think about that and think about, well, I breathe all the time, but are you mindfully breathing, you know? Um, and when you focus on your breath as you're breathing in and breathing out, you're not able to have worries or thoughts at the same time because you can't, you literally can't pay attention to your breathing and be thinking about something else. But so what I teach for children, and this is a great visual, we can all do this right now, but I'm going to teach what a diaphragmic breath feels like because when I went, it was like I started studying 2016, like a month into it, I signed up for continuing education for my healthcare license. I am under a psychologist, Dr. Jeff Tarrant. He um, led the class. It, you know, it's one of those eight-hour or six-hour-a-day classes, but I learned for the first time how to breathe. I never realized how often I hold my breath and how stressed out I am when I breathe. My driving has changed because I practice the breathing at that point. But the website he used for us is doasone.org, but I'm going to show you also what that breathing feels like to really slow it down. So we're gonna take a deep breath in. And then out. Deep breath in. Deep breath out. So it's a very, very slow count. He taught us that the military, it's called four box breathing. The military do this before battle. So you breathe in for four counts on a square, hold it for four counts, breathe out for four counts, hold it for four counts. The Calm app is excellent. It has a bubble that you can practice breathing and it, it traces the bubble around. So for children, I love using that as a visual. And then also the zones of regulation also has yellow zone um, tools, um, printables. I love the curriculum because it's $55 and it comes with the CD of all the printables. Um, and they've got a figure eight, which you can practice breathing. And then, um, so it's like wonderful, but I love share. I love teaching children this. And so I keep my basket of tools for my boys and for me or whatever. Um, and then I also have my basket of wonderful mindfulness books. So the little girl today, we practice um, this great book. She, I had forgotten about it. So I love working on it with OT because I do not practice every day myself. And so I needed this breath and reminder, but this is why um, she has a master's in education. Her fourth grade class put this book together. It's a mindfulness story. It's really great. Um, I, have, I have this book. The problem is, is I got so passionate on mindfulness that I really need to keep doing, like actually keep using these books. And I, I, I don't want to say fail as a parent, but I, I just forget that I have all these awesome books. So also as an occupational therapist, we're trained in that healthcare model of anatomy and physiology. So I teach the brain. And um, so today I taught this little one about how her amygdala, um, so the two parts of the brain I really focus on are amygdala and prefrontal cortex, but it's the amygdala that causes those strong emotions. And when the amygdala is turned on, we can't use that prefrontal cortex to use a tool. So we don't know what to do. Um, and the prefrontal isn't fully formed until the early 20s. So knowing, expecting a child to know what to do when they're feeling something strong is it's impossible. And so that's what I teach parents is something it's called co-regulation. So we're with the child doing the tools with them. 
it's extremely hard. I'm going to say I am not perfect and I, I struggle with this constantly, but it's something that it's a practice. So every time I, every time I apologize and begin again, I'm, I'm learning and growing. So I love that. Um, I love all the stuff that you're doing, and I know Dr. Jane is loving this, aren't you, Dr. Yes, Jane? Yes, I am. And Darshan's <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to take some notes over here. Um, I would love to do, because I do some, you know, Carson and I do children book reviews. I would love to review some of those books for kids. Yeah, that would um, be great. That would yeah. help me, because I, like I said, these are collecting dust, and like, I'm embarrassed, because they're great books, but I, I'm going to drive love by, I'm going to drive by and just throw them at me yeah. at all window right you can do that i can leave them on my at my porch yeah for sure but well, I, 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 I go ahead jane i'm very impressed that's a good tool to teach kids how to deal with stress and also parents well done we should do more of this and oh, we do have a children's author you know in the media. yeah we do that's yes mr darshan and i know he'll yeah. probably go okay naya we got the breathing to do baby you know, I, I appreciate you sharing with people, you know, your, your therapy center is very important. What you do with kids is very important. And I, I mean, I know the importance of it in my own life with my own children. And so I, I just, I highly commend you for the passion and the work that you do. And, you know, you and I have also come together as empaths and sensitive yes. people. So that's a whole world and a show in its own, but um, yes. the breathing and the calming down and whatever we can do to teach our kids getting through this, I, I think, you know, that's probably some of the best advice that is given or there is for each of us to use with our kids. So we really appreciate you sharing your time with us yes. and, um, and we'll bring Mr. Darshan on now. And I know, listen, when you have to go just kind of We'll just know you're leaving gracefully, not oh, being rude. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> also, Mary, I left the document in the chat box that she can uh, take. It's about coping skills. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Yes, Dr. Jane is very passionate about her her all uh, her medical, mental, yeah. medical health and well-being, and it's very important right now. I think we're all drawing on it, especially over this past weekend. I know there was a lot of fear uh, yeah. for everybody, and. Um, we really are praying for a peaceful world and, and our world to come together and for there to be um, peaceful, well, peaceful justice also, but just peace. You know, we are all one. I, it, it's interesting. I just thought COVID had brought so much of that out of all of us, you know, that maybe we were really starting to heal things. And then this weekend happens and past weekend, it looks like it has not. And so I have prayed and prayed and done so much praying about all this and please just bring us together as, understanding you know we we look at the same sky and we breathe the same air and our blood is the same color and you know it's 2020 i mean it's 2020 okay right. we can't yes. do better than this you know yes. right yeah amen okay mr darshan mcaway take it away i'm sure people say that to you all the time hey. <laughs> well, first of all thank you so much for this opportunity it's a pleasure to see everyone and to meet you uh just real briefly uh so I'm a children's book writer for the last, what, four or five years now. I have a total of 32 books out on the market, uh, and I'm a serial entrepreneur. What that means is I have multiple streams of income, so I have different businesses, such as a cologne line, a clothing line, of course, the publishing company, uh, a podcast, and uh, I just, I guess, licensed the deal with a, uh, a company that does children's masks. So 
I'm pretty busy. But what I want to say is this, uh, you guys are talking about being mindful and breathing and everything like that. So when I was uh, about seven years old, I was jumping on a trampoline, right? And when I fell off the trampoline, I had this huge uh, crook in my neck. So I had to go to the chiropractor and that chiropractor told me that I need to start doing yoga. So I've been doing yoga from seven up until the age of 37 now. Wow. So I've been mindful to know that when I was a kid going through certain stress levels that I didn't understand what was going on, I was lashing out at people. I told myself that when I get married and have a child, that I need to remind her to like, hey, if I see her starting to act a certain way, hey, come over here, won't you sit down with me and let's just take a little time and just breathe. Close your eyes, let's breathe in, breathe out and tell me what's going on. Like, tell me what's wrong with you, why are you so sad? So a lot of times she's not even able to identify what, what it is, she's just, just going through emotions. And sometimes myself too, I get so stressed out sometimes, I'll just go to sleep and take a nap, you know, when I can't deal with the chaos. But yes. when you talk about being mindful, I think it's very important as parents that we do pay attention to our kids to see what type of stress levels they're dealing with because with the COVID happening, they want to go outside and play. You know, they want to go to the Chuck E. Cheese's and to the arcades. So Anaya, she'll tell me, hey, dad, can we please go to Chuck E. Cheese? I say, Anaya, it's not open. And she was like, why is it not open? I said, well, let's do this. Come with me. I'm going to drive you up there and I'll show you that it's not open. And I'm sorry, but I can't make them open the place up, you know? So she'll see that. And a lot of times when I'm at home, I'll do my best to, to bring out the fun as, as much as possible. I'm a fun dad. So the, the children's books that I write, they're all about adventure, exploring your imagination, because there's enough stress in the world that everybody's dealing with. So when you're at home, this is a perfect time for me, because I, I mainly kind of work from home anyway. So when you guys are experiencing what you're experiencing, I've kind of already been in a home situation. So not too much has changed for me. But when it comes to our kids, I start to realize, I go, all right, she's, she's an adventure kid. I've been talking to her about adventure since she was in the womb. So she wants to do nothing but play. So my days now are just filled with just nonstop playing. We're dancing all the time. Uh, we're learning all the time. But for the most part, I get a chance to just kind of embrace my daughter and show her the type of love that most parents don't get a chance to because they have to go to work you know, or they have to send their kids off to uh, a daycare or something like that, you know. So it's been a, it's, it's, it's been a great time for me. Um, and to anybody who is watching or has any questions, I'm a question and answer guy. So if you have a question for me, trust me, I'll, I'll give you an answer to it, or we're going to figure out the answer together type of deal. So that's the kind of, that's the kind of parenting that I do too. If I don't know something, I'm going to learn it with you. Right. I'm going to go through the steps with you. I can raise my hand and attest to that. We were on, we were on till 11 something on the evening last week, trying to figure something out about my book. And Darshan is, he's exactly what he says he is. And I just love it. And I, I love the kind of dad you are. And you know, we're all growing as parents, right? We're yep. having, we're having such great experiences. Well, hopefully most of us are. I know some days are very challenging with children, but you know, we're, we're ho hopefully one thing that will come out of this is that rebonding and, and kind of just remolding with our children and, and not the world raising them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, see, I'm glad you said that because uh, I did an interview a couple of days ago and I was telling the, the uh, her name is Trinace. She was asking me about the school system. I said, listen, as parents, 
it's up to us to point our kids in a direction of success. If the, if the school board system is not teaching your kids how to do real estate or how to do income taxes or how to be an entrepreneur, that's not the school boards. That's not their foundation to do that. They're, they're just supposed to give your kids the foundation of math and reading and stuff like that. Now, so I say, well, if the apps store has been available since 2012 up until now, well, I've been able to teach Anaya how to do DJing, how to paint cars, how to design clothes. So when I do those things with her, it's more so as a, as a game. Hey, come over here. Let me show you how to create a t-shirt or let me show you how to, how to build a house or let's, let's build a house and crash it. You know, like let's make mistakes together. And that's when your kids start to realize that, Oh, this is not as difficult as I thought it was for me growing up. I thought that painting a car, uh, doing construction or trying to be, but with technology, your kids can play these games, but also know that they this could be a career for them in the long haul. But you got to kind of keep it up. You got to make it fun. Uh, I'm not an annoying parent. I don't pressure her to do anything. If she doesn't want to do something, I go, well, all right, I'll catch up with you later. You know, because when I was a kid, I realized that my parents were, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do that. And they do need some type of discipline. But for the most part, when I find myself trying to be like, well, do this for me type of deal. I go, okay, that's the wrong, the wrong approach. Let me know if you want to do this with me and we'll do it together. We'll learn together. And you, you're doing a key thing there and I'm sure Andrea is loving it because you are teaching her through play, which is the way that children learn the best. And that's a lot of what I do with Carson too. And, um, and the other thing is you're, you're probably helping her if, if she did have any delays there anywhere with OT or anything with sensory, you, all the stuff you're teaching her is going to help her desensitize to some of these things that you don't even realize it's so multidimensional what happens when we teach a kid. It's just so fascinating, isn't it? It's just, I love it. So yeah. I, I, I turn to you for doing this. You need to teach yes. a parenting yes. class. Yes. yes. <laughs> Definitely. You on parenting. Yes. Hey, dads. Yes. Come on, dads or moms, you know, whoever it is, yes. grandparents, you know, and list the apps. I think that'd be a good idea for you to do. Not that I'm telling you what to do, but I, I think it'd just be great. I would love to see all the apps you're using with your, you know, with Anaya, because I mean, I've got a seven-year-old and I'm sure that Andrea does uh, the Ever-Ready Bunny Rabbit. I mean, the charger never goes off. It, it's plugged in constantly, except for when they're sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 We, um, you know, uh, during this difficult time, I realized that when, so I, I hate to say it like this, but I guess I'm gonna have to say it like this. When, so I'm like the man of the household. Um, I, I have to lead by example and everything that I do, I realize that I have to be mindful of everything I say and do because, you know, my wife is looking towards me. My daughter's looking towards me. And when you're, when you, uh, like there's no men's groups for me to go out to now because everyone's kind of, you know, sheltered in place type of deal. So for me, I go, okay, am I doing the right thing as, as a man? Uh, trying to like lead and guide my family during this difficult time. So when you talk about breathing in and breathing out, I don't know how many times I come into my office and I go, man, I really don't know what to do. So mm -hmm. when you talk about, you know, being angry, I'm glad I get a chance to say, well, I'm glad I'm not the only one who's angry about something or doesn't know how to do anything. You know, like who do I run to type of deal? So, you know, for me, I always run to my napping phase, you know, cause when mm -hmm. I was, uh, when I was going to the chiropractor, they was like, you know, just, you know, feel free to take a nap. You know, don't, the world is not what you think it is. Don't get yourself involved into the chaos. So a lot of times 
And this is, I don't, a lot of times when I take a nap, I wake up with a huge inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. I, I know what else to do next. Uh, I'm refreshed. I'm ready to go. I'm more energetic. I'm more lovable, you know, so to speak. And I say, well, okay, how do I, how do I just lead and guide my family into the right direction? So I'm glad I get a chance to do this because you don't see too many men, uh, I guess, talk about, hey, I don't know what to do as a father. I don't know what to do as a husband, you know, and it's okay not to know what to do because there's no, there's no wrong way of trying to do it the right way type of deal. You just gotta, it's a trial and error thing where I'm new at parenting. I think you're going to be new at parenting until your kids grow up to be whatever age because you all, you're always learning, you know. You know, and you bring up a very big point. Men are men are not going to admit that they they feel like they're failing first. Women are, and women even have a hard time because that's been the conversation that we've been having through this series. And even, um, you know, yesterday on my on the writer show, we had a we had a um, an author on, and she wrote a book. It's a great book. Um, it's how to keep your daughter, your teen daughter, from slamming the door. You know, so it's got a great title and we discussed this about feeling like, you know, failures as, as a parent raising children. So I, I commend you for being that voice for men to say, hey, you know what? I don't know everything just like we women have to do. You know, we don't know everything and we're all trying to get through this and it's not perfect. If everybody is healthy and surviving and thriving and, uh, some sort of well-rounded, I think we're doing a good job because there's no perfection we can seek right now because nobody even knows what that looks like, you know, right. but if, if our kids are not, you know, if they're healthy and they're, they've, they're being well-fed and we're teaching them things and giving them life skills and how to cope with all this stuff, I think we're doing a pretty good job at that. And then we go cry in the closet, you know, <laughs> until the next day. Right. And, and Dashan, it's so good to, you know, that you know your, your body. You can recognize the things that's going on in your body. Not a lot of people pay attention to that. That's all, that, that brings success for me. For me too, when I'm um, tired, I usually take a nap and it's like a reboot for me. So well done. That's good. Yeah, I, um, I step away from the world in a big way. Um, I, even from you know, having certain things on my phone, like I have two phones, you know, one is for you know, dealing with family and then the other phone is for like getting on the, the internet and stuff like that. And I keep my phones away from me when I sleep. I try not to get myself too involved into the digital world because sometimes to me, that's not realistic. Uh, being amongst people is it something that's real. And uh, I, I, I've noticed this about Anaya. She's actually not on the phone as much as I thought she, she is because I play with her so much. I mean, we do so much physical play together that she doesn't care about being on the phone. Mm -hmm. uh, we try to teach her how to be on there because of technology and it's good for them to know, but she's actually the type of kid that doesn't want to deal with technology. She doesn't really want to take pictures. Um, she barely wants to do the little podcast that we started together. She's like, I don't want to do it right now, you know, type of deal. So yeah, it's, uh, it's just one of those things, uh, trying to get to know yourself. You, you really have to sit, you really have to get to a close environment and sit down and say, hey, what do I want for myself? You know, how do I feel about myself? Yes. What's going on? Your body will talk to you. You know, your body will tell you, hey, this is the type of rest you need. I need more water. I need this type of food. You'll have certain cravings, but you got to pay attention to them. So I've been doing that for a, a very long time. Uh, my mom noticed that in me when I was a kid because 
I used to have uh, uh, alopecia. I used to have patches in my head, and it came from it came from stress. I was taking on stress that 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 didn't have anything to do with me. So I had to keep up on my breathing techniques and doing meditation and doing yoga, so I could you know feel good and look good, you know type of deal. So he's a fellow empath, Andrea. I, I feel in it. Like I just yeah, feel. You tell, yeah, you're a, you're a complete 100% empath, and you are doing exactly what you need to do for yourself to survive yes. in this world. All the tools that you're talking about. If I were a teacher of this, and even Andrea, and all that we've learned, this is definitely all the stuff you have. You really have to totally detach yourself from everything, because. Being an empath or highly sensitive human, we tend, and a lot of us, a lot of people that are caregivers in some format or another, it, we tend to take on everything going on around us, but in most of the time, we don't even know we're doing it. So you can be fine one minute, and then you leave a room, and you're all upset or angry or worried, or you have this anxiety, and you're going, wait a minute, what's happening here? And it's really not yours. It's those that belongs to other people. And so you, I commend you. You're doing an, yes. an amazing job. Yeah, thank you. She's really teaching her have a good tool because of mental health today, it's growing. And so we need to learn how to adapt to the stresses that's yeah. happening through, during this era. That'll be the biggest field there is right after all this COVID, the mental health field. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be making rock star salaries. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you guys so much for being on. Oh my gosh. I, we just loved having you guys on and the time goes by way too fast. Yes. Oh, and okay. So I would say for Andrea, you know, um, check out the zones of regulation, correct? And the brainchild and those kind of things for kids. Anything else you can think of? And then we're going to let Darshan show one of his books and tell people where they can buy his children's books. Awesome. Okay, where, oh. can, you know, where can people buy your books or find okay. you? All right, so you can go to babyauthors.com. This is the third, uh, third book out of a five-book series. It's been out for about a week and a half now. It's, it's doing great numbers. It's also available as a digital ebook or retail. It should be in... Um, and all retail stores probably going into next week. Um, if you go to babyauthors.com, you're going to see a, a whole array of different things. We have bed sheets, we have tennis shoes, we have socks, we have book bags, we have umbrellas, and all of those things coincide with the stories uh, in the book. So by all means, go check it out. Uh, you don't have to buy anything from me necessarily. You can just spread the word and share it. You know, I'm, I'm cool with that. Uh, I'm just happy to uh, to be honest with you, I'm just happy to be living life because that's, to me, that's the biggest success is still living and breathing and being amongst your family. So these are just things, guys. These are just things that we have to do to keep ourselves busy, but it's not the end all be all. Amen. Amen. Okay. Bye. Bye, Andrea. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Okay, Miss Jane White. Okay. So, do you have any words of wisdom? I, I think these guys really, they just yes. all wisdom today. And these things we have to apply with our children, whether we're, we are winning with what we're doing with the kids at home, we're failing with what we're doing with the kids at home. These are survival skills. These are resiliency skills. I was talking to my husband yesterday about how, um, you know, it is our job to teach our kids this stuff because we don't know what the future of our children is. It, nobody saw this coming. So what does their future look like? And if they don't learn resiliency and see us going, okay, we can get through this. 
let's do these tools or, or let's apply these applications daily in our life or when they're needed, then they're not going to know how to handle something when we're not around someday. And I mean, I don't know. It's, it's kind of scary to think about, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. You know, Henry and Ashwin are doing good things because mental health, they talking about everyone has to be tested, but they are um, two great examples where they're using all the stress relievers that will help people not and children not to get into that situation. So we're mm -hmm. right on target with it. Yeah, do you have a book there? What is that? So this book here saved my life. Uh, I went to the daddy boot camp uh, before Anaya, you know, came into the world. For any dad who is feeling any type of thing that they don't think that they're doing it the right way, I've kept this book for the last five years now. This book has saved me tremendously. Okay, it's called Crash Course for Dads to Be. Uh, the website is dadsadventure.com. Uh, it's by uh, Greg Bishop. This is a phenomenal read for oh. dads. Phenomenal. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that because guys probably, and some of your frustration that you have as guys is that you have no outlet. Everything's, it's like having daughters. All cute clothes are geared toward girls you know, yeah. not boys. And so um, it, it's kind of sort of the same thing. Everybody gears so much toward moms. So yeah. that's why I'm so excited to have you on today because I, we, we really wanted to hear a dad's point of view through all this. Um, yeah. You know, my, my husband doesn't get to do the parenting that you could do because he's, his work's considered essential. So he's been going to work every single day. When he gets home, he's very tired. The weekends he's tired. Cause this, let me tell you out there is very stressful right now. And, and especially after everything that happened over the weekend, there are businesses that can't open up now because of things that happened. And so it's just like this continual, okay, what's going to happen today? What, you know, in, in the business world, you know, in the beverage industry. So uh, I, I commend you for all that you do. I, I just think you're a stellar guy. And, um, oh, and if guys need some cologne, where can they find your cologne? Oh, balance, <laughs> yes. Uh, balancecologne.club. I just reduced the price. So it's like $109. It's a phenomenal, a phenomenal cologne. I'm not tooting my own horn. Uh, I'm going to get it down to where I can, people can buy it for $10 a bottle. And we're going to update the website sometime this week. So we're going to have like the, I think uh, a 10 ounce or two ounce or something like that. That's going to be like $10. And then we have the 50 milliliter, which is like a hundred and something. So go to balancecologne.club. Um, it's a phenomenal cologne. I'm getting ready to do a commercial campaign ad for it later on this month. So, uh, you know, for those of you, I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring out the, the dad bod in a little bit. You know, <laughs> All righty. Uh, but yeah, so balancecologne.club is where you can uh, go get the fragrance. Awesome. I love it. Okay. Well, I know we need to close up. So thank you so much. And thank Andrew so much. And I hope this is really helpful to parents out there. And, um, you know, we've got some more parents coming up over the next couple of weeks. We'll keep going while we're going through all this. If anybody wants to be on the show, just message us. Um, I think, uh, can they leave a comment when they watch the show? Yes. Is there a place yes. to leave? Yeah. Just yes. message us if you want to be on the show as a parent, whether you're a special needs parent or a typical kid parent, it doesn't matter. Parenting is parenting, right? Right. Right. So we'll see everybody next week, right? Doctor right. This is Dr. Jane White. Yes. Okay. Well, ready to go for next week. Thanks. Thank and I put something in the I put a document in the chat box for everybody to download. Wonderful. Okay, okay thanks. Bye. Bye bye.